Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope that you are doing very, very well. Uh, I mean, if you watched yesterday, we could certainly all be doing better. Andy, <sighs> I don't know where to start if I'm being completely honest. I don't. Part of me is 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 bitter because of uh, Daniele Orsato, who I think we all would agree had a shocker. And I'm not even talking about on the pitch. If we saw the things he said to uh, Brian Cristante, I think that is nothing short of embarrassing, pathetic for a referee. <sighs> Performance-wise, it, it, it was it, it was okay. I'm not going to go out of my way and say that Roma were uh, were fantastic. They were extraordinary. No, but they were better than I do Juve. think they played better than Juve, yeah. but at the end of the day, Andy, I I guess my biggest oh, my 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 biggest issue is that again, you know, uh Roma, they have a Juve there for the taking and they don't win. So I kind of find myself I, I guess in, in in some way trying to <sighs> trying to embrace some of the positives, but I guess for me it's difficult to take solace in the fact that oh wow it's another match that Roma should have won and they didn't. Like you know, is that supposed to make me feel better? And then on top of that, of course, we have uh, Nicolo Zagnolo getting injured with his knee again now. Uh, of course, it's uh, thankfully, thankfully at this point, it doesn't look too serious. Uh, but still, for me, again, it's just it's difficult for me to to feel better after yesterday, I guess, is ultimately what I'm trying to. Are, are you new to this team or to this sport? I don't. <laughs> well, it's, I, I have to be like honest with you, man. hoping to get something out of it. There is nothing to be had. And this is like heroin. You know, no, it, it, it drains is. you. It's this Roma drains you. You can't really hope for anything good. You just have to like prepare for the worst and still, you know, uh, go in for a game where you 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 do dominate. In a way, you do dominate. In a way, you create more than your opponent, and your opponent gets his first shot on goal. Well, not really first on shot, but still, you know, that a one one chance one key chance and they convert it into a goal. And, you know, you, it, it's what Mourinho said he wouldn't want to happen, which he said in the press conference before the game, he said, if, if we lose, I want to lose because of Juve, not because of our own faults. Right. Well, well, exactly. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> exactly. That's what happened. You know, you you did not lose because Max Allegri. Um, all of a sudden, you know, he got all these questions after the game, like, "Oh, is this is this Juve back? Is is this oh, the stop it. Is this the new stop Juve? It. You know, if if the new Juve is Bonucci Chiellini working their asses off for 90 minutes and um and the rest of the team sitting back and trying to counter with uh, Bernardeschi and Keane then you know god bless all the Juve fans but um nah, this you know this is a game that that was bound to take place you know it's 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 a given it's granted all I, you know you go there 
if if the game matters, you're screwed. It's uh, that that's what we've learned so far. You know, our only win was under Fonseca, following the long COVID break where the game didn't didn't matter. Didn't to, matter, right? Yeah, it didn't matter. Didn't you know? Amount amount too much. So, um, but 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 it, it's 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 impeccable how every time you go there. If you don't, you know, if if it's not you getting uh, scared of the opponent and pissing your pants like it used to happen, you know, way before and when you were much stronger to now, over these past two years, you went there, you dominated, and you still got, you know, spanked. Um, I there is there is something in the water. But there is just also something that you know that there it, it doesn't click with this team. You know, the, the, this team uh, still has a lot of issues to go, and I'm still here, and I'm gonna say the same thing. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna cry over this game. I see a lot of people now, you know. Again, there is there are ways to 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 watch these games and. You know, going after Tammy Abraham uh, and saying, "Oh, he needs to be benched for the whole time." You know, we he, he scores against small teams; he's useless. To uh, Vertushin, you know, ki- you know, shouldn't take penalties anymore. He's shit. Blah blah. blah. Um, just let's try <laughs> and stay a bit level-headed because at, at the end of the at the end of the day, it's this team still has those same faults that it did in the past. It 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 has perhaps more bite to it. it. It tries to react. It 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 puts pressure on the opponent, but fails to convert. And and most of the time in these big games, your best players are supposed to perform well. They don't perform, except for the likes of Zaniolo. Zaniolo was great. Then he goes out injured, and you remain on on the pitch with with players like Pellegrini, Tammy Abraham, and so on. Not really doing, not really doing much. I mean, your best player probably was was Vina. So, um, you know, the the player that in the past few weeks was so despised by Roma fans suddenly, all, yes, he puts in a good performance. Um, I don't know, man. These 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 games against this specific team are such a pain in the ass. And and it's like it's like a script, you know. It's you. you Somewhere deep down, it's like a good soap opera. Somewhere deep down, you know how it's all gonna wrap up. You know how you know the plot will play out. Um, you can predict a little bit here, a little bit there. This scene, this scene here, this antagonist here will show up in the form of Orsato. Um, this incident with this twist will will maybe change the course of the game, um, like the penalty, but then it doesn't. It's it's bullshit. It's bullshit. But it, it, this is this is the Roma way, man. You cannot, you, you know, you cannot hope for anything good. You just have to wait and see what this team can give you. And um, most of the time in these big games, you can see there is the intent to 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 change something. You can see that there is, you know, the, 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 that team really tried to put pressure on a Juve team that is easily pressured, easily. Um, but they just couldn't break it, and and no matter how you look at it, um, there are there are patterns, there are mistakes, there are tendencies in this team that keep repeating over and over, and they just you know they it's not like you entered the season 
and all of a sudden you're just free of everything that was, you know, keeping you down for the past two seasons. It's still there. Um, you saw it against Hellas Verona. You saw it in the Derby, and you saw it here against Juve. Yeah. Well, hold on. We we have to talk about the refereeing thing because listen, while I am bitter, I think we can at least take a couple of things. I know it is difficult to take a little bit of solace. I'm going to be a hypocrite and say it's uh, and and completely reverse what I said like two seconds ago. Under Jose Mourinho, they are at least performing well. I, I, you know, it's not a hot take for you and I to say they were the better team yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I think that's no, no, no. <laughs> it's it's, but it's it's, and 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 that's you know, it's it's the thing. I think that has been the theme for a lot of these games. Um, you know, you could you could even argue that in the last two game, the the reaction was there. The reaction was there. The team the team still played. Doesn't matter if they were down, they still played. Here too, you you know you 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 were down, but you still played. Obviously, the intensity, you know, left the team a bit once Zaniolo went off because he was the main driver. Um, but but aside from that, this the team is still present. It's just that they're not able to convert the chances that they get. A killer team. Juve never missed that penalty yesterday. Never. When when they're when a team like Juve. Led by a guy like Allegri, in in that moment when they have to, when they have that chance to convert a penalty to get it back on level ter- terms, they do it every time. So it's it's it, it's this Roma team um, still not quite there. They're in the fight. They're just not, you know, too too well equipped yet. Yeah, I, again you I don't like the mentality of okay you lose and now we're trying to find pieces that we should be encouraged about within the loss I, I think ultimately again this is not a strong Juve right again I, I don't think we're being too controversial in saying that I don't think at least that it's a very strong Juve I thought yesterday was vintage Allegri from the standpoint of okay you get your goal now sit back shit house corto muso so on and so forth. I don't think they played particularly well. Uh, It's just, there just seems to be something, and I think you kind of touched upon it. It's just something. It is almost like a mental hurdle. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's not a mental hurdle. Maybe it's a lack of quality. Maybe it's a lack of depth. Now, that is something that Jose Mourinho talked about in the post-match. He, 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 he didn't say it explicitly, but yeah, I mean, he, he referenced who he had on the bench because he was talking about the depth that you've had. And he was more or less comparing uh, the Gialorossi's lack of depth to some of the guys that uh, you have off of the bench at their disposal. I don't know if it's all of these things wrapped in one. Maybe it is. I I guess I'm just trying to find answers as to why Roma lose these big games. Now, again, I do think this season against Lazio, against Juve, of course, uh, two particular types of matches wherein you have very questionable refereeing episodes. And then on top of that, I, I think you have a Roma that didn't play particularly bad overall, but nonetheless, they still lose. So for you, okay, just coming at this from a very, you know, like sensible, level-headed point of view, <laughs> this is not, right? Like, this is not the the, the Paolo Fonseca Roma, right? Like, this is at least a Roma that 
not, not that they're going to, uh, not that they're not not going to lose, but you you at least have a better feeling entering these sorts of matches. Yeah, because part of me after yesterday, I had two sides. The one side of my brain was saying, "Oh, you know, shit, this is the same stuff. It's continuing again." With Mourinho, as it did with Fonseca. Loss against Lazio. Loss against Juve. Okay? And we talked about in last week's episode that they can't have that in this stretch. Okay? Against Juve, Napoli, Milan. You can't lose more than one of those matches. Okay? You can't. You cannot afford to do so. And then the other part of me was saying, okay, well, they're playing good in these matches, which is not something you could say under Paolo Fonseca against Atalanta, Napoli, so on and so forth. I mean, they were thoroughly dominated, okay, thoroughly. Uh, that wasn't the case against, against Lazio and Roma, or I'm sorry, against uh, Lazio and Juve. You can make the case in both of those matches that Roma deserved to win. Having said all that, though, again... I'm trying like this balancing act. I, you know, on one shoulder it's saying this, one shoulder uh, saying the opposite of that. I mean, where are you coming out on this? Like, uh, I, th- I, I think this is a nuanced conversation. Of course, I don't think it has to be yeah. one or the other. I think there's shades of gray. Uh, it can be some of each. I do think this is a different Roma under Mourinho, but I also do think there is still like a mental hurdle there. Oh yeah, the, but that's you know that's what we've been uh, picking at. For the past few weeks, this is um, probably the you know we'll see if it's if this is not the Paulo Fonseca Roma um, in the upcoming games because the Paulo Fonseca Roma, despite losing the first few games, important big matches, it, it seemed like they refused to buy into that trend and then slowly they succumb to it. Um, so it's a matter of seeing if they if they can still keep the same intensity going into. Um, Going into the game against Napoli, against Milan, that's those are key, and to come away from those games with, I would say, I mean, you know, at least four points, four points. Um, that should be that should be expected, especially for a team that wants to contend. And um, it's it's yeah, it's 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 again, it's a team that does not know when to take advantage of the chances that they get. So. Sure, Rosato is an immense asshole. He's one of the biggest assholes in football. The the, the strangest thing is that once he gets to referee games on the European stage, if you watch him in the Champions League or even at the Euros, he's perfect. The decisions he makes (laughs) on that stage are picture... He's one of the very best. I literally the, said this to a Europeans friend after the match yesterday. It, it's, it, it, it's unbelievable. But what man, happens. it was the same way with Rocky. Yeah? I mean, yeah. we, uh, we these, could go down the line. Down even the line. Talia Vento, these guys are world-class referees that all of a sudden, as soon as they step onto Italian soil, they become the biggest, most incompetent douchebags on planet Earth. You know, the, the fact that Orsato goes and says, oh, it's not my fault if you miss the penalty. Well, no shit, dickhead. You know, it's... Um, that's, yeah, tell I'm, me something I don't know. Like, <laughs> thank you very much. Thank well, you. hold on. The fact that he said you cannot have an advantage on, uh, 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 on the penalty. He said that to Cristante. Right. I mean, that is, I have to tell you, that is fucking alarming that he yeah. said that. That's yeah, alarming. It's, it, it's very I alarming. I that memo. 
but 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 I'm I'm sure that if he was refereeing, I don't know, France, Spain, and he was, uh, you know, he, he had a, a similar situation like that. He does the 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 right. He calls the perfect decision, and um and does everything that a referee should do uh, in, in in those circumstances. Um, this team, you know, after that Orsato thing, yeah, it it it, it rattles them. And there, and and yes, he messes up. That you know, the Tammy Abraham scores a goal. Nah, they you gotta take the penalty. That team is rattled in that moment, right before taking the penalty. That team is rattled. They don't. They're they're frustrated, and the frustration gets the better of them, and they're not able to do anything with it. That's the that's the thing is that yeah, the referee messed up, but you get a chance, and you don't take advantage of it. And I see people saying, oh, but what? Ha- why is it that the other teams, you know, they need one chance and they score against us? That's right, because they get that one chance and they make it happen. Roma, no, no. They got to they gotta keep chipping away until they, they find the way to the back of the net. They couldn't do it yesterday because once you, once you feel that pressure, Especially against a team like Juve, they're not, you know, they're not defending with uh, Federico Fazio and uh, and and say Bruno Alves. They're defending with Leonardo Bonucci and Giorgio Chiellini. Uh, you know, the and and if you if you feel the pressure and you still keep just chipping away a little bit here, a little bit there, and you're not going head on at them for the whole time. Uh, then you're you know you're gonna lose that game 99% of the time it's 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 that that's that's how it happens especially with Juve um especially with certain players at Juve and with that coach they just know when when they know they they make that you know they make that chance that they got happen they they make it count and then they're okay to sit back and as soon as you give them that opportunity, you're playing to their game. You're playing to their tune. And 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 Roma are not a team that can adapt to that situation. They they are not. They have to. They have to first have a string of nice episodes going their way for something to happen. If God forbid something goes against them. Everything becomes tough, you know. Everything becomes tougher. The, 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 the one time that we saw this season a different kind of reaction was in the conference. Right, we go one down, and then we, we managed to get back into it. But that's was that was just because we are lazy. It wasn't because, you know, the opponent made it made it you know made it difficult for us. So it's. This is this is still a team that is just so, at times too innocent. They're not, you know, they're not angry enough. And they, if they are angry, they're angry at themselves. They're not angry at the opponent. So they start going at each other rather than at the opponent. And and that's always gonna be, you know, that's always gonna result in a loss for you. Um, again, I I don't see. I, you know this whole frustration and and uh, oh the, is is the locker room okay is Tammy and Vertu are they on good terms have you ever played on a competitive level even you know in your backyard with with a neighbor as you know you get a chance like that 
you're you know you're Tammy Abraham you just scored a goal you get you see it being taken away from you you want to have it you want to take it you're Vertu you're the guy who takes penalties this is a big moment this is a big game you want to take the penalty it, this stuff happens so I wouldn't sweat that aspect I would, I would sweat the fact that that it's very, very easy to destabilize this Roma. Very easy, and that's really been the difference maker in these big games. Lazio Roma, Roma are two nil down in within the first fifteen minutes, and 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 in those fifteen minutes, Lazio make every chance they get count. Roma completely succumb to Lazio's tempo. They let them do whatever they want. And they're two down, so it's it's that it's. I think that that is really the the crux of the story. That's that that's really the the main issue is that Roma are are very very fragile. Yes, you can see that they're trying to 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 learn how to react, which is always a good thing. But they have to learn to have that killer instinct in the opening minutes because you you cannot hope for a team like Juve to be nice to you to be kind to you to be you know to 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 go out there and let you do whatever you want that's that's for the likes of Salernitana Spezia whatever Juve don't do that Napoli will not do that Milan will not do that you you, you so really <laughs> if you want to learn that specific aspect, you have to learn it right now because you're going to lose a bunch of points if if you keep, you know, feeling so pressured and and letting yourself be, you know, succumb to 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 episodes episodes not going your way, which for Roma is always the case. You know, the, the Allegri said uh, episodes went our way. You know, they went in our favor. No shit, buddy. That's. That's 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 your team's motto. That's that's how that's this like Giorgio Cellini said. That's the history of the Tottenham. That's yeah. the history of the Juventus. <laughs> that you could literally place it on the stadium of the Allianz Stadium. The the writing the episodes went in our favor. Yeah, right. That's your well. history. That's not Roma's history. That's why Roma need to learn how to face those those episodes not going their way because they're, they're very rarely they're gonna see and be in a big match where all of a sudden the episodes go Roma's favor. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Yeah, so listen, Osato, there's nothing to say, okay? He, 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 he broke balls yesterday. That was complete, completely pathetic, spineless. And then... Just as an aside, having to listen because I am an imbecile still paying for the zone um, when I'm in US, uh, the US or or Italy, I, I, I still just I, I use my the zone uh, subscription and having to listen to Muka Lorelli, this imbecile um, former referee who many people like. OK, I, I understand he's very popular. Um, Luca Marelli, who. Uh, 
I, I, I'm convinced that somebody at Roma at some point, a, a Roma supporter, director, former player, must have uh, vandalized his car, uh, must have dated one of his former girlfriends. I, I, I don't know what it is, but this guy, every time he tries to justify an episode against Roma, it, it seems like he, he goes out of his way to... Uh, uh, to take the side of the opposition of Roma, which I find absolutely hilarious. But uh, I don't want to just say that, okay, uh, or uh, if if Orsato doesn't incorrectly uh, get that episode, or I'm sorry, if he doesn't incorrectly uh, not play the advantage, uh, give the penalty, that, that everything is just sort of absolved, okay? I do think that we did see some deficiencies yesterday. But... Again, the the bigger part of me just is so curious as to this like mental block. Yeah, because clearly there is something there, Andy. I, I, I don't know if it's within the players. I don't know if it's something that Mourinho, if he has to play like psychologist and go in and, and, and you know, sort of browbeat this, this, this lack of, I don't know if it's lack of belief within themselves. I don't know if it's a lack of self-esteem. The, Clearly, though, there is something mentally within this Roma, because you just talked about the, the, the episodes not going their way. These hurdles where time and time again, even though they're the better team, they, they, they tend to lose against these bigger sides. There is something there. OK, I think we would all agree there again. That's I, I don't find that to be exactly too much of a controversial opinion. But now, again, we have Napoli coming up. We have Milan coming up. We have a way to Cagliari coming up, which uh, uh, we could go down the line of how fun that trip has been for Roma over the years. I don't want to say, well, I'm going to be a hypocrite again because on last week's episode, I, I, I said that the match against you, uh, the match against Juve is not decisive. However, this period that Roma are entering is decisive. Was there anything, just result aside, put the result to the side. We, we, we've discussed that ad nauseum. Is there anything that you saw yesterday, though, that, that terrifies you going into the, the remainder of this stretch against, again, Cagliari away, Milan, Napoli? Like, was there anything you saw yesterday that was alarming to you that you mm -hmm. thought to yourself, oh, no, uh, this could go very badly? Well, no, it's just, it, it, it's always the, the fact that the, 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 when the pressure is on, they can't not convert chances offensively. They, you know, they put on everybody up there: El Sharawi, Shomurodov, Abraham. You got Pellegrini there, and for some reason, you know, Mkhitaryan. You, you, they cannot do anything with it. That's really the. That's that's what really bugs me. Is, is yeah, that's is, difficult to accept for me too, man. I, because I mean, because with it's, this it's, attack, come on. Yeah, it, it, with this attack, but it's also you know the the team. Everybody on this team seems to be scoring. You know, you go for Pellegrini scores. Vertu is one of the leading goal scorers. Mancini scores. Everybody, defenders, midfielders, actors. But when it matters, the players that should be scoring. They have a tough time. Doesn't mean that they don't score because you still have games where maybe Roma, uh, you know, like Sassuolo, um, they struggled to convert, but at the end they managed to do so. Uh, the fact is that when the pressure is on, there is that struggle. It it doesn't it, it this team has has and and that's been something that's been present under Fonseca too. You could put anybody out there. You know, you could put even. 
the Holy Spirit or Holy Ghost or whatever <laughs> out there. And, you know, you could put Robert De Niro from Heat um, up there and still you would not get anything done. And and you feel it. And, and again, that plays into Roma not being able to 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 um to face those episodes not going their way oh i hit the frame of the you know i hit the the post or or i i i i missed this chance or whatever an open goal but and and when you need it the most very rarely do you see that team being able to convert chances offensively even with like say four attackers four or five attackers out there that is unacceptable especially when you are when the when the opponent is letting you take those chances they're basically welcoming you to to you know to a barrage and you cannot do anything with it and 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 going into these games with with Napoli with Milan again those are those are teams that can do that you know you look at Milan they, they 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 somehow find a way to get back from 2-0 to 3-2. And when they need it, they score. Napoli struggle against Torino. When they need it, they end up still scoring. Um and and that also has to change. There, there has to be a balance between, you know, because this team is able to take like 25 shots, you know, completely dominate on that end of the statistics but still very rarely do you do you come away with a feeling of oh you know we're satisfied we we were satisfied this team could easily easily in a lot of games score many more goals than they actually do um but that's and i think that that is has also something to do with the mental block that we've been you know we've been subjected to throughout these past i don't know how many years because this has been always present it's just that sometimes you you have the players at your disposal that make you forget a bit about it um in this case we we see a team that is still yeah finding its footing they're finding chemistry sure but at the end of the day, when you play, you know, more than 40 minutes with four or five attackers, you got to score. You just, you have to score. You have to level it at least. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Well, on the good news side, the conf- or yeah, the conference league is back. So that's exciting. I can't wait. I just threw up. Uh, yeah, I, I did a little bit too. I, <laughs> I, I have to be honest. But... At the end of the day, um, I don't think there's a lot. I don't think we should be overreacting, I guess, ultimately, is what I want want to, I guess, end this episode with. But I will overreact, I have to be honest with you. I will be in a full-out sheer panic because, again, Roma Thursday, Conference League, and then Sunday they host Napoli, which uh, you, you can't lose that can't lose it can't cannot afford to lose that if they lose that then i think the alarm uh, the alarm bell certainly will turn up right yeah. I, I mean if you lose that then we're, we're we're talking about an issue here yeah and you're talking about beating an unbeaten team you know a, a team that has has lost one game all season long so far in in the europa league um you 
again, it, it, the same stuff applies to the stuff that we said against Juve. You have to react in some way. You have to show that, that fuck it, you know, that you can get back into it, that this is not a trend, that you're not some kind of Sassuolo or Spezia. You're Roma. You can't, you are there. You're up there with the, with those teams. You can't hurt them. You have nothing to show for the fact that you hurt Juve. Nothing, absolutely. So at least, again, wouldn't it be nice as a player to feel motivated going into this Napoli game instead of being scared um, that you may be the team that stops Napoli's unbeaten run in the league? That's that's the exciting part. And it just... You have to. You have to. Again, this is a, a sort of a, a game against time. You're, you know, you're playing against time. You have to. You have little time to prepare, but you have to learn to really to 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 make the best of some of the chances you get. Because I cannot. I will not be able to come up here and come up with more stuff to say if this team keeps playing the exact same way they're playing. Um, because at some point you're, you know, I'm gonna run out of words to say about the team that simply cannot convert convert chances, that gets rattled very easily with episodes not not going their way, a team that is often, uh, you know, has these mental lapses of 10, 15 minutes that then are really the difference makers in a big game. I, I cannot, and this team cannot under under Jose Mourinho. This team cannot cannot play like that um they have to they have to that aspect has to change and again there is no better way to change that aspect than in a big match that counts against a proven opponent against an opponent that you know is can hurt you but at the same time a possible result could give you such a huge boost i mean imagine if they won yesterday that would have been a, a huge boost going into this napoli game um I'm I'm not so sure that playing against Bodo Glimt will will do the trick, um, uh, but uh, but yeah, it, it just again it's it's um it's weird saying it that we need a result against the team that is unbeaten, but you really need a result. You need to change the narrative. You need to change something also about yourself, and a result in a big match will do that to you. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. For sure. Hey, very quickly before we go, we are going to do a very early edition of the Falcona forecast for the matches uh, upcoming this weekend. So let's get to that very quickly. A brief, brief hiatus, but Matt is back. We are doing this much earlier than usual. Today is obviously Monday, uh, but we are discussing the matches for match day nine at the weekend. Uh, I guess we're using this, Matt, as the point to give everybody a little boost here and give us a reason to look beyond what the hell took place yesterday evening. Roma, again, lose to Juve. But this weekend, uh, as we 
talk about in the podcast here. Napoli. Napoli awaits. Uh, and we said in last week's episode that they, they just can't lose more than one to Juve, Napoli, Milan. So just just based on the early data, what what's the forecast saying? Please give us some reason for hope here. Something, anything. Okay, so I'll try to to reach for for a reason here. So the forecast does have Napoli as forty nine percent chance of winning this game, which is not encouraging. Um, Roma twenty four percent, the draw twenty seven percent. However, if, if we're trying to be positive here from a statistical profile, these two teams are pretty similar. 1.6 non-penalty expected goals for Roma, 1.3 for Napoli. Napoli's got a little bit better defense at only half a goal given up per game. However, the big difference is, and this is where I think the forecast makes its difference, is uh, basically their finishing rate. So goals minus expected goals. Napoli have the third best rate in Europe, minus or behind only Inter and Real Madrid, so at 0.7. You mentioned a couple weeks ago, that Rui Patricio doesn't have to be a world beater. He doesn't have to be Allison. He just has to make the saves he's expected to make. If he can make the saves he's expected to make in this match, I think that that factor can be equalized a little bit, and I think it would give us a little bit better chance of, win of winning the game. Because like I said, the statistical profiles match up pretty evenly among these two teams. So let's let's try to be positive and let's just think like, okay, if, if Rui Patricio can make can make his saves, then I think we have a chance. All right. Well, I, I guess I guess that gives some solace. Uh, statistically, before we get to some of the other matches, though, mm. I, I still maintain that I think Napoli, if you look from especially like an XG standpoint, I just don't think this is this is sustainable. I do think they're going to have a noticeable drop off uh, when the Africa Cup of Nations mm -hmm. arrives. Uh, Osimhen gone. Uh, Koulibaly gone, and Guiza, who, in my opinion, it, it's it's borderline criminal that Roma didn't close a deal for him because he was being offered to every uh, top six or seven club in all of the city on, and mm -hmm. uh, only Napoli managed to 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 do it, and they did it. I mean, within the last forty eight hours, I think he's been the acquisition of the season. But statistically, okay. Uh, a, can Napoli keep this up? And B, from Roma standpoint, we've been seeing them in these big matches, Juve, Lazio, and Andy and I just said it. They have been the better team, more so in the match against Juve than, than Lazio. You could probably make that case. Right, agreed. But overall, I think we would agree that they've been hard done in both of those matches, but ultimately, they lose. Statistically, though... At least from what I've been seeing, uh, especially from like an XG standpoint, depending on what which which source you looked at, Roma had a higher XG um, yesterday evening than 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 Juve did. Again, depending on which which website you look at, um, I mean, is that what the deeper data is saying too? That they are performing well; they're just not getting the results. No, a hundred percent, and you said it right. Can Napoli actually keep this up all season? Um, I was, I was poking back last year and, and I looked at their goals minus expected goals data statistic last year, and they still had a pretty positive mark. I think it was about 0.5 uh, per game. But like I said, they're third best in Europe behind Inter and Real Madrid. Um, 
I, I think what what the what the model really values is the fact that that's probably not going to be a sustainable mark. And on the on the flip side, I think Roma eventually we're going to begin bounces going our way, and when we're either dominating or beating teams on the field from a statistical standpoint, I think that's going to come out and uh, show that we're going to like we're a capable team and we're going to start piling up wins here eventually. I, I hope so. At least, at least that's what the data shows me. If we were getting, you know, beat off the field, like, like beat um, from an XG standpoint, I wouldn't have as much faith in that. But I think uh, from a long-term perspective, I think uh, Roma will show that we're going to be getting some wins here down the road. That's I, I just, my fingers are crossed. Um, that's all I can hope for at this point. For sure. I guess the only bit of solace that I'm taking in this is that from a performance standpoint, clearly there, there's a step forward than what we saw under Paulo Fonseca, where again, even from an XG standpoint, even though, you know, you lose to Atalanta four to one, Atalanta's XG was, you know, two, uh, Roma's XG was under one. So mm -hmm. I just, I think performance Quality standpoint, it's all improved. <laughs> They're just not getting the victories, which ultimately that's the only thing we care about. As for the other matches, there's really mm -hmm. only one other big one for match day nine, and that's uh, Inter and Juve. For this one, I, I don't even know what to make of it because I think uh, Inter were, were really hard done against Lazio. I, I think mm -hmm. for the most part, they controlled that match except for maybe 15 to 20 minutes. And then there was a really weird... A case of Lazio really shit housing by not kicking the ball out with uh, Lautaro down. I, I I don't know what to make of either of these squads to be honest with you because with Allegri we know how they play. Corto Muso uh, take the one to zero. Mm -hmm. uh, who who who's winning this one? Because part of me still thinks that this Juve really is bad. Um, and that Roma just had this like mental hurdle that just did not allow them to get a victory, particularly in Torino, like we saw yesterday. But then yeah, it's there, and it's like one day good, the next day bad. I, I don't know what to make of either of these teams. I, I I really don't. So I am still backing Inter in this game completely because like when you think about how crazy those the ends of those games, the Lazio and Atlanta games for Inter, they really should have won those games. Um, and, and I think we'd be thinking about the things a lot differently now if they actually had ended up coming away with wins there um and then for Juve I think it's kind of like it's like a it's like a slow burn with Allegri right like it's gonna take him a little bit of time to to get things going back to like pure shithousery you know back when they were like unstoppable with him like what was it 2015 ish uh so I'm nervous about Juve kind of just like slowly creeping up and being that team again but Statistically, uh, forecast sees only one winner here, and that's that's Inter with with a seventy percent chance of winning. Um, and we can currently get Inter at plus one eleven, which is you know anytime you can get Inter at plus odds, you have to take them this season. So I'm still backing Inter fully here. I I think I think Juve have gotten lucky. I think Inter have gotten unlucky. And if we're talking about sustainable results, I think Inter is still the better team. I guess the only thing that we could get from that is, uh, right? I guess from this past weekend beyond the performances, now they're lost to Lazio. Maybe it doesn't look as bad. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I don't know, man. This is a really weird team. This is a really weird city. Uh, 
again, part of me is like really bitter because if there was ever a Juve for the taking, I I can't think of one more so than yesterday's that. Yep. I mean, especially from a quality standpoint, I, I just I, I think Roma were above them. Not even going to talk about the refereeing decisions. I I, I know the forecast can't account for that. Um, <laughs> nobody can account for that. Nobody can account for. Bizarre refereeing decisions, uh, particularly when they take place uh, in the northern uh, city of Torino, where for some reason, all sense of understanding footballing rules just goes out the window, where you have Daniele Orsato saying that you can't award a penalty or you can't give an advantage on a penalty situation, which I never received that memorandum as to when that happened. Must be a new rule this year. I mean, astonishing to me. Absolutely astonishing. All right. Tell everyone where they can find the forecast. All right. So uh, on Twitter, the best way to find me at Falcona forecast. Um, I'll be posting pics uh, probably later this week. Awesome. All right. Thanks so much, Matt. We'll do this again next week. All right. Great. Thanks, John. All right, we will be back later in the week, of course, after the wonderful Conference League match uh, in the before uh, the upcoming uh, clash of the weekend against Napoli. So thank you once again for tuning in. Thank you to our wonderful patrons who make this possible. We will chat with you in a few days. Until next time, ciao. Ciao. I'm at the nail salon. What? I'm at the grocery store. What? I'm at the combination nail salon and grocery store. Wait, she's at the nail salon and the grocery store? I'm at the combination nail salon and grocery store. Groceries through Instacart delivered to my door. I don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store.